the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show on this historic occasion. We just finished watching the Trump speech tonight. We've got a couple little clips for you guys. A former president of the United States was indicted today. And to say that a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich, there wasn't even any ham. There was no mustard. There was no cheddar cheese on this ham sandwich today. Where was the meat? In a moment, we're going to bring Tom DeBaccaro on. He's uh, obviously he's very uh, in in demand tonight, to say the least, because Tom has not just the legal experience but and background and understanding, but also the political wisdom as well to help us break down. I don't usually take guests at the open of the show, but he's so in demand. I had to bring him on quickly because uh, Tom DeBacaro, um, I, I, I mean, even his detractors are saying there's no there there tonight in this indictment. 30 pages of basically cut and paste of the same accusation over and over and over again, something prosecutors call stacking. Um, your perspective and your insight tonight on this indictment. Well, look, it's, it's political. It's purely political. It's what one of the reasons our, our country was founded was the bill of attainder system in the late 1700s in England, which was the legislature, the parliament basically passed something uh, saying somebody's bad and they went after him and tried to find a crime. That's why we have the third and fourth amendments in this country. This is no different. He campaigned saying, I'm going to go get him. Remember the mm-hmm. constitution says you need probable cause. So he went after, and then as you point out, there's no ham. I had to laugh when you said that. Yes, this is paper thin, literally doesn't even name the other felony. He's got 15 days or maybe they'll give him an extension to come up with a bill of attainder, which in New York means, which is also something that existed in England, put down the particulars. And then you're going to see a a motion filed. They're already preparing it. So they'll slap that motion down. And then midsummer, you're going to get a ruling from this judge, which should dismiss this. But Let's be very clear about that. The, the result, none of this matters to the Democrats. No. Well, let, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there because I, I didn't really set the stage enough with what the stacking was. 34 accusations repeated over and over of the same accusation, which basically is a bookkeeping error. The man didn't commit any crimes. It's not against the law. To, what they're trying to accuse him of using language like catch and kill is basically that he had people sign non-disclosure agreements, and that is not against the law. So really the, what they're no. trying to hang him on with 34 felonies amounts to a bookkeeping 
bookkeeping error. So that's that's really what they're trying to do here while they're letting violent offenders who hit people with baseball bats out on the street. I wanted to make sure that we weren't, you know, that we were crystal clear. Yeah, so what, what, and and there's all kinds of legal problems with doing this. By the way, the DOJ has memorandums saying uh, if you take the same piece of evidence and stack it, those are not, that shouldn't go on anymore. But this is political. And, and what they get out of this is he gets notoriety, but you get people like Asa Hutchinson out there saying that mm-hmm. well, Trump's, Trump's got too much baggage. Now, we need to stop right there. If all it takes to disqualify a Republican is a Democrat I- indictment, then that's what they're going to do to, you know, they did it to Rick Perry in 2015. This will be their new M.O., and so we can't just say, remember, in the law, there's a saying that says bad facts makes bad law. This isn't about the candidate per se. It is about are we going to hand them that weapon and, and back down? That's now the issue. And I think that this will be dismissed come uh, unless this judge is that bad. But here what would happen if they don't dismiss it, they could take an appeal. That's a little bit more difficult But at the end of the day, this is going to be exposed. People think it's political. It's very political. Trump still gets the nomination, maybe even more so. And here's what's key. And we said this the last time we were together. He needs to put this in the sense of this isn't about me. This is about our entire form of government. We cannot allow this to go on. I need to rally you, the country, to that cause And that's how he gets uh, elected to president uh, as a strategy, because that's what independents want to hear. They don't want to hear why Trump's innocent. They want to hear why the system is being used. Right. And he was the outsider against the system in 2016. And here he's got the perfect example of the continuation of the system being rigged against him. I'm not sure if you had a chance to watch any of his speech. We're talking to Tom DeBocaro, author of The Divided Era and other books and former political candidate who destroyed Kamala Harris in the senatorial. If we had a proper if we had a proper election system here in California, uh, you know, not this not this jungle primary nonsense, you would have been our senator. But um, one of the things Trump said in his speech tonight, and by the way, I don't want to come across as though I can't say anything good about Trump, but I was I was disappointed that he did not connect the dots as you just described. He accurately explained how this was them uh, a weaponized DOJ against him, but he didn't then carry it to the next level and say, "Here's why it matters to you, America, because me today, you tomorrow." And we've already seen this happen to some Jan Six defendants going on, and this should. Put Put a chill up the spine of every American. One of the things he did say, and I need to get your perspective on this before I have to let you go, is that he said that I he said the only criminal here is Alvin Bragg, who leaked grand jury information. And that is a felony. I want you to speak on that and the fact that when I saw Alvin Bragg's press conference afterwards, it to me was not a press conference. It was an opening argument, which to me was grounds for disbarment. Your thoughts on his actions. But I also don't want you to forget that they went after many Republicans in the administration and ran up their legal fees. And they want to scare them from and many of my, my friends scare Republicans from being involved. This is a comprehensive effort of them. Look, 
just the leaked pictures from on the floor in Mar-a-Lago is a felony as well. There's always leaks on the other side, and they let Biden's attorneys collect the information on the other side. This is how bad that system is. And on the BBC this morning, the guy said, well, I can't believe there's a two-tiered system. And I said, oh, yes, there is. Uh, but Alvin Bragg is just a tool. He, he's he's going to get his fame, but this is doing the work of Soros and the left and others. Did they all sign a memorandum saying they're going to do this? No. But it's very clear now that donors, and this is the danger, donors, politicians, and, and justice departments or attorneys generals are now in the business of disqualifying Republican candidates. And that's the danger. So this tool that is Alvin Bragg, remember they used, uh, uh, who was the porn star uh, attorney who's in jail now? Avenatti, porn lawyer. Yes, they'll, they use him. He's gone. It doesn't matter. He was good enough for them for like 120 days. Bragg will be forgotten when this he's going to have egg on his face when he loses his case. But it serves his purpose for several months. And, of course, Joe Biden. There, no one's talking about Joe Biden taking millions from China. But the most dangerous thing overall is that China just made a huge trade deal with with Brazil, not using the U.S. dollar. And so China is ascendant while we're consuming ourselves in division. And that's how Greek democracy ended, by the way. Yes, quickly. Um, I also I wasn't going to get into this, but India has said going forward with their trade, they're going to use the ruby. Um, Trump mentioned that a little bit tonight in his speech. Skins and I kind of felt like he went a little bit too long tonight. He should have just stayed focused on the weaponization of the government. But now in hindsight, I'm thinking it's probably a good idea that he reminded the American people of the dire straits that we're in and how good things were under a Trump administration. And while the left and Democrats are seeking, he, in, in fact, one of the things he said was um, that the only crime I've committed is defending our nation against those that want to destroy it. And I think that's absolutely true. You've got another hit in a moment. Wrap us up. Final thoughts, Tom DeBacaro. This, I, I, this is not surprising to me that big government wants to defend itself from people. Mm-hmm. That has always been true in history. We become the enemy to the entrenched bureaucracy, whether that was ancient Greece, whether it's the Roman Republic and now. This is one element of how they do it. The refusal of Mitch McConnell to speak out against this mm-hmm. and, and other establishment people. This is why I'm non-establishment and I've always been fighting it. And we have to be cognizant of that as well as the danger in the world that a destabilized England and the United States is to world peace long term. Thank you for being here, my friend. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, honey. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. I want to hear your thoughts on the day. Do you think that this was... Here's a... Can can you turn the sound down just a second, Shiggy Roo? Sorry about that. I I was ready to go to break. And then I I want to reframe my question. I think one of the dumbest takes I've heard today... And Skins, you're going to think this is so stupid. I didn't even have a chance. I didn't even have a chance to welcome back and introduce my partner. 
in crime every night of the week. It's Let's- good. I've been dealing with insomnia, so uh, I'm, 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 I was taking a few minutes to reset myself. <laughs> okay, so you were happy to have Tom Dell on and not have to chat with me. Um, one of the dumbest takes I thought today, but you guys may think it's smart, is there are people saying today on Twitter that this is not about trying to take Trump out from 2024, that the Democrats want Trump on the ticket because he's the one that's easy to beat. And that this is going to help him get on the ticket. I this think, is what you saw, or do you agree with it? No, I don't agree with that. I no, think, I, I think that would be the stupidest play ever. That's the dumbest take ever. And that's just people that are trying to play manipulative, narcissistic games on your brain. Okay, this this is there. They continue to go after Trump seven years later. No, because, they want him out of the way because he is, and they want seventy five million of his voters out of the way. Um, they want to dismantle us like they did the Tea Party. And Andy, but do you guys agree? with that take do you think this helps the democrats in the end do you think this pushes trump to then win the nomination in 2024 but to ultimately lose the general election that's basically what people are saying did you watch his speech tonight what did you think about it 888-344-1170 now i'm officially ready to go take a break my babies but y'all don't go anywhere because we're going to continue the discussion when we come back from the break You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Going to quickly go to the phones. Our friend Jack from Oceanside's on the line. He wants to weigh in. Hey, Jack. All right, so here's my take. If you listen to his speech tonight, he went through a whole list of other criminal investigations and indictments to come civil litigation. He just touched the surface of the civil lawsuits he's going to be facing. So there'll be more indictments, uh, many civil lawsuits. I think what will happen is he'll have enough votes to win the nomination, but he won't have enough votes to win the election. A lot of people that don't pay uh, close attention to what's going on like you and I do are going to hear all this buzz and they're going to think, uh, well, this guy's not fit for office. There's too much going on. I'm not going to vote for him. Well, I already I th- have one neighbor that's not going to vote for him. Well, yeah, because I, you know, it's like what Tom DeBacaro was saying was that it's 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 about the fatigue. It's about wearing people down and giving the Republican establishment, the Uniparty, talking points of like Asa Hutchinson. I touched on this last night, referring to this as a sideshow, and that Trump has too much baggage. That's why I was a little disappointed that Trump didn't can, didn't hammer home to the American people tonight, like he has in the past. He should have said, "This isn't about me." This is about you, America. This is about them putting violent offenders back out on the street. I'm going to be talking later tonight about what uh, a plan coming out of California and L.A. Uh, to put violent offenders, to release them back out on the street. We're talking murderers, child rapists, while they're trying to go against Trump over a bookkeeping error. He needed to connect that more to the American people. And I think if he did that, he could win the general election. Instead, he's allowing it to be about him and some low-level beef with the DA. He mentioned a guy named, um, he mentioned a DOJ guy, and I, and I want to do some more research, but I want to tell everybody quickly before I have to let you go that Trump mentioned a special counsel named Jack Smith tonight. One of the people that I follow closely is Julie Kelly. Julie Kelly has done more investigative journalism reports and watched every trial moment she could regarding the Jan 6 defendants, and she has literally written the book on the Fed's erection. And she says that... Um, 
that this special prosecutor, um, Jack Smith, she says, Trump just mentioned Jack Smith, Garland's super secret special prosecutor. He appointed last year to give the impression of DOJ impartiality, except his, quote, team is stacked with the same DOJ apparatchiks who initiated the probe into Trump. And she went on to say that if and when Trump is indicted by Jack Smith, the cover for Biden's DOJ charges likely will be for obstruction, conspiracy and or seditious conspiracy. Um, there's precedent for the DOJ asking for pretrial detention. Julie, Julie Kelly is the only other person besides me who's been saying for years that they would indict Trump and that he, they will throw him in jail. And so real quick, we got to let you go, Jack, real quick. Trump said tonight that, uh, on the documents case that they want to charge him with espionage and the penalty for that, this is Trump speaking, the penalty for that is death. And that's one reason why, and then we have to let you go, Jack. Um, one of the mistakes that Trump made was immediately on the heels of getting elected, he did an interview in which he basically said he wasn't going to go after Hillary Clinton after he declared in a debate that, he, you know, uh, he said to Hillary Clinton, if I were president, you'd be in jail right now. And he backed off of it. And it was a crucial mistake because allowing this is the mistake that every Republican in our entire party and the establishment does is we let the Democrats control everything. We never use our power and we just lay down and let them get away with their crimes. And he immediately and he signaled to everybody and he was a lay down for them and it became a runaway train going against him if he can get back in he wouldn't do it again but the problem is you look how expanded this monster is now where we've got it's out of control and it's happening at courts all across this country against average americans and it's not going to stop jack thank you for calling in one of the things that we have to have happen going forward is we have to um somebody said today i think it was jesse kelly tweeted out not one da not one prosecutor who's a Republican Republican anywhere filed any kind of charges today against any Democrat for crimes that they've committed. I'm tired of hearing people say there's going to be backlash for this. There's going to, where's the backlash? When is there ever backlash? Was there backlash against Fauci? No, that fool Mike Pence, even after months and months and months after we knew about Fauci's lies and he denied proven therapeutics and everything that we said, everything I said about about Fauci day one proved to be true. Mike Pence was still putting him in front of the microphone and holding holding covid, you know, uh, roundtables. When is, you know, you look at the most prolific serial killer in the world is fraud Fauci. He ain't facing anything. He's collecting his pension. In fact, he's already working with some new lab somewhere. There's never any accountability for a Democrat. And until we have some, we're toast. We're toast as a nation. There's people making noise tonight by a couple of comments that Trump made that, you know, that he shouldn't be saying this because it's, it's going to come back to haunt him and anything he says can be, can be used against him in a court of law. Um, here's a couple of the clips, um, that they're saying need to be used against Trump. Uh, let's go with clip seven world country and now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country beginning with the radical left george soros backed prosecutor alvin bragg of new york (laughs) who campaigned on the fact that he would get 
President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. He wanted to get President Trump at any cost, and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that aren't big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us. For I don't see anything there that could be used against him in a court of law. In fact, I, if his speech was a little tepid tonight, it's because I think it was carefully crafted to avoid him saying anything that might get him into hot water. And there's the success. That's what the Democrats want. They want to hamstring him. They were disappointed today that the judge did not issue a gag order. What the judge did do, though, was show a picture of Trump that Trump did. And, and it wasn't it wasn't smart to do it. But, you know, you got to give the man a pass. He's under so much enormous pressure. Um, but he had t- put on Truth Social a, a side by side picture of him holding a picture of Alvin Bragg on one side and him holding a baseball bat in the other. And, and you know, the judge said to them, I don't want to see any more of this stuff. And, you know, but there was no gag order. Um, it would have been completely unconstitutional. There's nothing Trump just said there um, that wasn't true. In fact, it is true. Trump haters like Mitt Romney came out and said that this was political. Bill Barr came out and said that this was political. And let me tell you, Bill Barr is giggling just as much as Joe Biden is today because that that's the real fat Albert that was really um, doing damage to Trump. Going to quickly, that reminds me of an email I got from, from a listener before the show. And here's what she had to say. She said, what a waste of money and time. Did you see the wicked, evil grin on the fool in the White House? Look like Satan. I saw it. The sketching artist. I'm getting hiccups. The sketching artist in the courtroom has got to be a liberal. President Trump looked like a wild beast while the little frat boy brag looked like he couldn't hurt a fly. I want to live long enough and longer even than that to see all this come back and hit them in the face. Hopefully it will. But the only way I think it's going to hit anybody in the face is if we actually start expecting and demanding we we got to start running for office if you are conservative and you are an attorney and particularly if you're working in a da's office if you're working in a u.s attorney's office or maybe you're a defense attorney switch to becoming a prosecutor right if you've dedicated yourself particularly if you're a defense attorney the so many defense attorneys i i used to be like because I was, I was the kid that was like, how could anybody ever be a defense attorney? How could you defend a murderer? You're, uh, to me, when I was a kid growing up, defense attorneys were the sleaziest of the sleazy. Couldn't stand a defense attorney. Now I get it. I get that they are, and I started to get it earlier in, in life, but it wasn't like yesterday I caught on. But the fact is, defense attorneys protect us. They force the government to prove their case. And we would we would rather and should rather a guilty person go free than an innocent person being railroaded. And that's what we see happening today. We've got to get active. If you are a comma JD and an attorney, how about you going to and becoming a prosecutor and starting or if you're in a prosecutorial position at whatever level you start prosecuting? How about you start picking up the phone and start calling some of these people 
pretty much everybody who's, who's in office these days is an attorney. We've got, we've got Republican AGs all over the place. How about we start flooding their offices with calls and telling them, you want to be reelected, you better start prosecuting some people. How about we do that? The other clip um, that they're claiming is bad news for Trump tonight going forward is clip eight. Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies. She has since locked down her Twitter account. (laughs) His chief prosecutor, who represented the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton and a firm run by Chuck Schumer's brother, Robert He quit the firm in order to go to work in the DA office in order to get Trump. Can you imagine that? Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Democrat lawyer, Democrat firm. Ultimately, he quit as chief prosecutor because Bragg didn't think he had a case. Bragg didn't have a case. That that doesn't stop Democrats. You look at if you look and, and and here's where I didn't have time to get into it with Tom Dell. But here's where I disagree with Tom Dell. I don't I expect a motion to dis- dismiss to be filed and I expect it to be denied. If you look at what these judges have done in the D.C. courts against these Jan six defendants blatantly violating the U.S. Constitution, then the, it, it, why would you expect this judge in New York City? to follow the Constitution, to follow the law, and grant a motion to dismiss. It's not going to happen. But there's nothing Trump said here that could be, quote, used against him in court of law, because it's all true. It's either factual or it's his opinion. And it doesn't have anything to do that, you know, it, it, there's, uh, how would this come back to bite him in any way? There's no crime here. And the reality is, is if anything in these statements could come back to bite him, it's just more proof of the weaponization of a court system. Going to take a break. We come back. We will continue the conversation. Email me at andreacasio.com. Don't forget, we got a podcast. So if you miss part of tonight or any show, download our podcast wherever you get your podcast and come on back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know who else tells it like it is? Jesse Jane Duff, America's favorite female gunny. She was going to be here after the next break, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. It's been a while since I had JJD on the show. I don't think she's going to be calm about anything I don't think about. so either. Whoo, child. Um... All right, I got an email from some listeners during the show. Uh, Mo says, forgive me, Andrea, seriously believe the people listening to the speech understood exactly what he meant. You make good points most of the time, LOL. (laughs) Another pass for you. Um, I wasn't critical of the speech. It's just I felt like he could have gone a little bit further in terms of connecting the dots as to what it means for everybody because yes every MAGA person who watched that speech is going to know what he meant but I'm wanting him to reach independents and democrats and he's got an ability to do so when you have 70 something percent of the Americans who say that this is political that's that means he's got an opportunity to reach a lot of people the problem is is that a large percentage of those still are okay with him being indicted and wanted him indicted why because they don't understand that it's a threat to them 
They don't like Trump. They see it as politically motivated and they're happy about it. Many of them are because they're Democrats. And so we hear just like in 2015 and 2016, where he was able to tear down that blue wall and reach Democrats speaking to them about what he could do for them and what it means to them. He needs to continue to keep that focus by reaching to them and explaining it's this isn't really about me. This is about you. That's so I'm just making and he's normally a lot better on that point. Yeah. And I think it's possible that he um, the speech was written by some people that wanted him to be cautious from a legal standpoint. Um, But that's also a bit of a concern for me with him running in the general. Trump ran talking frankly and speaking in ways that meant something to the average American and they hated him for it. They didn't like that. And they and they lied about what his message was. He never said that everybody coming here from Mexico was a rapist. What he said was accurately so that Mexico was not sending their best people to us. So I what I don't want And what their game is here is to hamstring his ability to run an effective campaign and be Trump. Reaching the American people. They want him basically turned into a rhino who goes out there and keeps the message milk toast and keeps it bland and doesn't really appeal to Democrats and doesn't really appeal to independents and only appeals to a certain percentage of the base. And then the Democrats win, just like what happened with Romney, just like what happened with John McCain. Right. And quite frankly, we would have been no worse off if Al Gore won instead of George W. Bush. In fact, we might have been better um, because I'm not sure Al, Al Gore would have taken us and put us into Afghanistan for 20 years. So there uh, I want to I do want to play the clip that everybody's playing today. Uh, you know, do we play the, the Alvin Bragg clip where he's talking about how we can't normalize felonies? I mean, should we even be bothered? You know what I think we should do? Uh, because it's so stupid. Here's what everybody knows. When uh, the DA from New York City stands up and says, uh, we can't not normalize crime in New York. I mean, really, that was the, that was talk about stupid. Talk about a dumb comment. There's not even a Democrat who's buying that crap. Come on. It's a cesspool. It's an armpit. It's such a poop show in New York that it's not safe for anybody to go there anymore. And there's nobody out there who, uh, 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 with half of a brain, half the sense God gave a billy goat, who doesn't know that. Here's what it's really about. Listen to the excitement on CNN over this indictment today. Clip two. (laughs) Joining me now to talk about all of this is CNN chief law enforcement and intelligence analyst John Miller and former federal prosecutor and senior legal analyst Ellie Honig. Are you guys sick of talking about this already? I mean, we this is this this is unprecedented Super Bowl. Yeah, it, 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 it is. This is the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. It is. Maybe Trump should have gotten up there when he spoke tonight and did that John Cena thing that got my girl out of LSU in trouble. Angel Reese. John Cena. Cena? Who is he, by the way? Uh, one of the most decorated WWE wrestling champions of all time. You sure it's not Cena? I've been following him for decades. Oh. <laughs> pretty sure. Okay. Well, here's what Marjorie Taylor Greene had to say about this, which I'm not sure... Um, If I agree with this, but you know what? Hey, be as hyperbolic as you want, because this is real serious times. Here's how Marjorie Taylor Taylor Greene likened the arrest today. Clip one. President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Um, Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus 
Jesus was arrested and murdered by the Roman government. There have been many people throughout history that have been arrested and persecuted by radical, corrupt governments. And it's beginning today in New York City. Um, and I just can't believe it's happening, but I'll always support him. He's done nothing wrong. He's, yep. he's done everything right. Do you think that's too extreme of a comparison? Nope. I think it's spot on. Certainly not the Nelson Mandela. Trump is facing 136 years. Nelson Mandela spent, what, 22, 25, which is horrific. But, you know, here we are. That's that's where we're at in this country. And as for Jesus, you know what? There's probably a lot of... It's tough for me to compare anything to Jesus. You know, that's tough for me as a Christian. Um, Jesus it, it, died it, on the cross for It's an interesting parallel. But it isn't... Well, I mean, he was persecuted and, and you know, and put to death by, by his government, Right. And I do like the biblical reference, because quite frankly, if you if you and I'm not an end times expert, don't get me wrong. um, But the persecution of Christians is going to get worse and worse and worse. I even heard some media outlets out there, Andrea, I'm not going to name names, but saying that they uh, did it intentionally headed into Easter week. That's that's an interesting idea. I hadn't even thought about that. Palm Sunday was. Sunday. Yeah, as we're going into Easter week, I'm trying to think if there was an, an analogy to, no, Trump didn't ride in on a donkey into New York City with laying palm leaves down. One of the things I do want to mention quickly before we go to JJD is that for all the anti, don't you go to New York and protest on behalf of Trump, they were wrong and I was right. Um, it was the, the, it was not uh, a mistake for anybody to go and protest. There was a little bit of some dust ups going, but it was primarily crazy people. And 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 that kind of talk was about trying to minimize a show of support for Trump. Going to take a break. We come back. Jesse Jane Duff will be here. A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on the answer. San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. As I was watching the motorcade today and tears in my eyes about where my country is at today, I got to thinking about my dad. You know, I'm the daughter of two Marines and daddy is, I'm, I'm grateful now that daddy's gone because I think that he was such a fan of Ronald Reagan's, by the way. Yeah, I have a lot of family, Andrea, that was in the military. They, they could not believe, I mean, they're no longer with us. Thank God, because they would just be rolling over if they saw what was happening today. Yeah, my dad would be like, this is not what we fought for, what family members of ours have died for, for our freedoms. And so I reached out to one of my favorite patriots, Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff, J.J. Deeve, uh, 2020 campaign co-chair woman. Yes, well, I'm going to call uh, her co-chair veterans woman. For veterans for no, Trump. Co-chair veterans for Trump. Co-chair yeah, veterans for Trump. Advisory board women for Trump. Okay. Uh, well, I was calling you co-chair woman um, because okay, I'll, I, I'll take that. Yes, because I'm I'm <laughs> because we don't play these pronoun games here. Okay, we embrace <laughs> uh, we embrace the genders here on the Andrea K show. And yes, women for Trump. JJD, uh, uh, I was thinking I got to get some JJD fire and brimstone on my show tonight because. Um, what's happening in our country is indefensible, absolutely indefensible. Your thoughts as a, as a veteran so, and Trump supporter. So here, here it is. 
We can all sit here and talk about how hard we're getting hit. We could talk about that knockout punch. We can talk about how hard it is for us to crawl out of bed every single morning and face what the Democrats are doing. But if you're a prize fighter and all you keep doing is complaining about how hard you are getting hit, you better ask yourself, when are you going to punch back? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And every single person out there has something they can do. Even if it's pray for Donald Trump, even if it's praying for our nation, because if you don't think prayer works, then you are sitting back and you're a lackadaisical uh, person of faith. Number one. Number two, you can start helping getting people registered to vote. Pull up FixCalifornia.com. Help Rick Grinnell get registered voters in California. We have He has registered 10,000 conservatives a month. Wow. He is using the same team that helped turn Florida red, and that is not just because of Ron DeSantis. It's been the effort of many conservatives for quite a while now, mm-hmm. and they identify conservatives who are not registered to vote. The biggest group in California that is not registered to vote is the gun owners. Why is that? Because, I don't know, they're paranoid of the government. <laughs> I don't know, but they need to get engaged and start getting involved. If we are getting run over by a Mack truck, it's because we failed to get out of the road. What are we going to do to ensure that this does not happen to our nation? We're going to fight harder. We make sure that we get involved in our local elections, and that filters up. We keep working at this. Volunteer with the groups that need to volunteer. If you can afford to give a check to Donald Trump, by all means, do so. But that is not the only thing you can do. You you pray on your knees and you walk with mm-hmm. your feet. You get engaged. You do not sit down. You do not sit back. In fact, you get inspired because mm-hmm. it's up to us to ensure that this freedom is not taken away from us. There have been generations of people that have fought for it. And many of our kids, many of our grandkids have gotten lots of days ago because they thought that this freedom was free. They thought that this is how it was. And they've been told that this socialism idea is so fabulously fantastic till they see that it is not working even for them. Californians have no excuse. We have no excuse. We have over eight to nine million registered Republicans Republicans in this state alone. So obviously they're all not getting involved because if they were, we would not have put up with Newsom and his policies that have crushed this state time and time again. We are the richest and most wealthiest state in natural resources, and somehow we have managed to blow it. So let's stop complaining. Let's get engaged. Let's get involved and let's start pushing forward. Everybody already knows what Alvin Bragg is up to. Everybody knows that this is political persecution. Everybody already knows this. There's not a single thing I could tell this very smart audience, because if they're listening to you, they're already brilliant. They already know. You already know that this is your time to rise up and get involved. Somehow, some way, because you all have a calling, you all have a God-given gift, so use it. Even if it's volunteering, supporting a website to help a political campaign, Mm -hmm. to help the GOP. However it is, you get involved. Don't try to be a leader. Try to sometimes be a follower. You lead follower, get out of the way, but you don't obstruct the traffic. You help this man get reelected, and you help turn our own state around. And you pray for others and fix yourself. Wow. Yes. 
preach. That's exactly what we need because we have gotten so we're in this mess right now because and because the Republicans in general, uh, many are apathetic. I talk to too many Christians, Jesse Jane Duff, who tell me that, you know, I just it's just so negative. I can't listen to the news. So they just intentionally bury their head in their sands, head in the sand, which to me is an abomination to the Lord. The Lord bless the United States of America, made us the great greatest, uh, uh, the most prosperous nation in the world so that we could provide the greatest humanitarian support in the world and be the be the world's U.S. military. He's blessed us. And as Christians, you know, we're we're shirking our responsibility. It's it should be our ministry to try to preserve the greatness of the United States of America and not be lazy. And it's and we can sit in and badmouth Mitch McConnell all day long. But he's only there because the people in Kentucky continue to reelect him and nobody's primaried him. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We have a God given gift. We were given a constitution that gave us religious freedom, which many countries do not have. But do not think they are not chipping away at this constitution Mm -hmm. because Newsom did one thing that many people turned a blind eye to. He shut your churches down. Yes. During COVID, he took away one of your constitutional rights and they tried to tell us that we could pray on the Internet. There is no way. God knew I had to get back in church or or things would fall apart. He knew that I had to be there in front of the Lord's word. He knew that the Internet was not going to get Jesse Duff to be the right Jesse Duff. Right. And I'm speaking for myself. God knew that me just sitting at home saying, well, I'll pray. Guess what? I do it half heartedly. That's one reason I get my tail in mass. Mm-hmm. That's why I get on my knees, because it's the structure that I need. It's the discipline that I need. It's the community that I need, because I know unified in one room, one room, our prayers are heard when there is two together. He is present. Absolutely. So we must fight for what God had given us. That constitution was based upon largely our biblical freedoms that mm-hmm. were given to us by God. Look at what the founding fathers put together. Even those that were the most, oh, you know, agnostic, so to speak, still followed the structure of God. They saw us as fleeing as the Egyptians had to, as Moses had to lead his people. They felt that the suppression of King George is what they never wanted to see our country become. And when I see Californians flee, I'm like, man, you just throw in the towel and you think that's going to solve the problem? You don't think they'll come to your state next? Do not think, because we used to be the state of Reagan. We used to be a red state. And now... Now, and I say we, because many of your listeners may not realize this, I'm right up the road mm. in the hell pit itself called Sacramento. <laughs> That's where I am. Yeah. And I fly an American flag in front of my house, and I fly the United States Marine Corps flag in front of my house, and let somebody tell me that mm. I am not one of them. I am an American, and I fly that flag's flag proudly. Let them, let them challenge that. Don't be afraid to fly an American flag. At minimum, everybody should break out their American flag and start flying that proudly in front of their home. I, I was, can understand political yeah. flags, maybe yes or no, because I don't even do political flags. All but right, Jesse J. Right, I got. I've got thirty seconds left. Um, the big debate today from some people on Twitter is whether or not the Democrats, this isn't about the Democrats trying to remove Trump. They want him on the ticket because Trump can't win in 2024. 20 seconds. Is the, is Trump going to win the nomination and the general election in 2024? One, yes, he will. And that's an 
absurd conspiracy because it's yes. a hell of a lot of work for them when we know they could steal an election if they wanted to defeat Donald Trump. They could simply have everybody go out and vote for Donald Trump to have him win the primary. They're taking a very long road to try to make him win. Give me a break. That's the most stupid theory I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesse Jane Duff, that's why we love you. Thank you for being here, my hero, patriot friend. All right. Take the hill, motivators, and fly your American flag. Thank you. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.